Shout out to our 200 plus patrons and listen up, y'all. Midterm elections are around the corner. You guys are tuning in because you're obviously into this kind of stuff. Allow us to grow so that we can create more podcasts, more content. Tell a friend, please. We're on the road to a thousand patrons. When we get to that thousand, then we're going to know the power of the agents of the Tia. The TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency, uh, help fund the expansion of RPT Studios and, of course, just keep us going. So do us a favor. Tell a friend. If you enjoy the banter, some of the silly stuff, the the important subjects and things that we um, tackle and try to uh, chime in on, do us a favor. Tell a friend and encourage that they join. Oh, join us at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Road to a thousand. Ladies, 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 and gentlemen, this is RPT season number 19, episode 227. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo, the ghetto vaquero, el rey de foreplay, the masa messiah, the tamale kingpin, the ghetto vaquero. I, I probably repeated some of the aliases twice because there's just so many. The bag's repeating. We have DJ producer Big Rob in the building. What's what up? What it do? What's up, Big Don? What it do? D E W. What it do? I've been seeing Rob a lot off of work as well <laughs> it's nice it yeah, really is kids birthday parties and all kinds of stuff yeah yeah i had to I had to flip the script usually we're going over the blings because you know you got something going on or you're the one at someone else's party and i'm like hey come on over for a little bit yeah yeah because you know y'all got a couple kids yeah so I, I had to bring my little my little squad a little squad little and, bling squad and it was liddy it was it was fun yeah this morning i took sunny to her little play class her little gym class so yeah i was on the phone with the court trying to see what's up with my ticket you guys remember we had that speeding ticket from like a week or two ago it was nonsense yeah, yeah a couple weeks ago it's all good uh i am on tour my next stop is austin texas september 28th cap city comedy club come one come on do not get sold out after that san antonio september 29th through october 2nd a whole weekend in the tone city in the 210 in the countdown that is san antonio i'll be at the lol comedy club september 29th through october 2nd salt lake city utah the 6th of October, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is Thea Weekend. The flyers are getting made. Stand back, stand by. Hey. Itinerary on the way. Giovanni, you're supposed to be helping me with that. Uh, we will be in Las Vegas, man, October 7th through the 8th. And I'll be performing uh, in the evening at Wise Guys Comedy Club. My wife is coming with. It is her birthday. And we're trying to uh, get lit with the members of the Thea. Like just, you know, top golf, stogies, you know what I'm saying? Turn up. Y'all, y'all probably going to get me drunk out there. And then we end the tour, Addison, Texas, November 4th through the 6th. A nice weekend up there in the DF Dub. Bro, guess what I did yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday was Monday. Uh, and Chinga trabajando or what? I took an MMA class, big dog. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, it was amazing. It was so awesome. So, um... See, I had taken... Uh, oh, look, my daughter had put this in my pocket. Ah, uh, cute. You saw Mark Zuckerberg, and you're like, nah, I got to get on that level. Oh, what does he do? MMA? Yeah, he, there was that video going around like a month ago. Like, probably the week after, or that week that he did Rogan. Is he any good? No. I mean, you can make anybody look good if you have a coach that's willing to like, all right, you know, we're going to do this and do that, do exactly what I say, you're going to look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing it. Yeah, he yeah. he he was throwing the movements. He looked fluid and all that, but it was just like... He's he just started basically. Oh, okay. Right? Well, yeah, that's probably me. I look like probably like a little tech nerd out there. But um, some of the homies from from uh, the from the jujitsu class, they had seen me one time doing like a cardio kickboxing class type of thing with my wife, where it's more like all right, elbows, like stations, right? So high knees, like, ladies, high knees. But it's hard though. I know because you're you're punching. 
I mean, you're doing, like, you know, all right, you're going to be doing sit-ups while that person runs back this, and then you got to hold the pads, and then it's still hard as Push-ups hell. Push-ups on the balls, everybody. And it's like no AC. Like, it would whoop a grown man's ass. So anyway, I went to a couple of those because schedule-wise, sometimes it's like, no, you have to come to my workout. Like, oh, right. we got to go at this time because we got to go. We're we making podcasts, y'all. We're producing podcasts. We got a, a candle collab coming. Yep. Uh, that's dropping, like, very soon yeah early which, October. which i want to talk to you because I, I need some of the prototypes so we can start doing the photography for the marketing sweet uh and start letting people know when they can pre-order and all that uh we have a coffee collab coming um i'm already getting my first little shipment in so i can start hooking up some of my influencer friends and stuff like that but anyway that's neither here nor there um so they saw me at the cardio kickbox class and they're like hey man if you like that kind of stuff if you know if you're trying to do you know, if you like the knees and the elbows and the kicks and this, they're like, you might want to try one of these MMA classes, which, and I, and I, you know, as I planted a seed, I was like, bet, as soon as I get a chance, like, I'm going um, to make sure I fit that into the schedule. And dude, it was so much fun. I mean, I was, it, I was soaked like I, dr- like I jumped in the pool, like draws, socks. I mean, I yeah. don't have no socks on, but like everything soaked head to toe, um, so the warm-up, let me just walk y'all through this before we get into politics. So the warm-up, it's like, all right, man, you're doing frog leaps all the way down, back, down, back. So already your heart's pumping because you're, the humidity, I think I had, um, I had hit the weed probably about an hour before or something. That's, that's Probably helped you, though. No. No? No, no, no. That's got to get cut out. We, no more of that. Because there was a part where the coach was like looking kind of like towards us, but I thought he was looking past us. Like everyone was circling around him. But he's just kind of like looking, and the music was loud. I'm, I'm looking at the speaker like, does, is he asking me to go turn the speaker down? <laughs> like, and I'm looking at the speaker. I'm looking at him like, what's going on? He was looking at us like, are y'all ready to come and hear what I got to say? <laughs> and maybe the weed has something to do with that. So the warm-up, right? You do the, um, you do the frog leaps. Now you're doing these lunges, forward, back, forward, back. Now your legs are kind of, you got the blood flowing. Now you're starting to get sweaty and a little bit winded. Now you got to do the forward rolls down back down back now i really feel the weed because now i'm like dizzy dizzy dizzy, super like i literally have to stop halfway (laughs) up my row like halfway down the mat and i'm just like whoa like a little kid fucking vertigo hit you bad bro like (laughs) like a kid before they hit the piñata and they make them like go around the thing and um and i was just like okay i was like hey how are you supposed to do this without getting dizzy and he's like no that's in case you get hitting the head and you fighting and you know what it's like right to feel dizzy that's why we do them to get dizzy and i'm like oh my god and then they pair you up with somebody then it becomes more choreographed where it's like all right you're gonna do like one everybody has gloves and stuff right so it's like one two three i throw the kick you know if i throw it with my right leg you swooping it with your right arm and now i gotta be ready to block sorry i gotta be ready to block because now he's gonna throw me a kick and then he's going to go for the head kick over here. So I got to be ready to block again. And then and then he's supposed to like, you know, grab me kind of like a clinch, but like a spin. This is all kind of like Muay Thai. Yeah. Like a spin and then a push and then run towards me with like a flying ninja knee. So now I got to like pivot, move out the way and put my gloves out. And then you switch or whatever. And um, I, had a, uh, I had a cool teammate and it was just like a shit ton of sit-ups. Um... It, it was fun. In so, the time you've been training, have you ever, like, either jiu-jitsu or stuff like this, have you ever had an accident on, like, oh, I busted up my nose or they busted up my lip or anything like that? Yeah, like, little stuff like that where, like, 
if you're just a spazzy white belt, yeah. you might like, oh, damn, hey, but whoa, you pulled my leg. I'm not that flexible. Or or you catch a little something to the jaw by mistake. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're doing. So then it's like, I might want to wear a mouth guard. Yeah, or something. Sure. But uh, yesterday was cool, man. It was just like, it was like, I, it reminded me of like dance choreography, right? Because you're just like, boom, 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 trying to get the footwork. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, trying to get these kicks right. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it was it was so much fun, bro. Dude, you should do a <laughs> you should do a video where it's Theo Hula calling up Mark Zuckerberg, <sighs> kind of like uh, before before we saw those videos of Zuckerberg doing his you know hitting the mitts and stuff. Uh, I don't know if it was Thug Nasty. I think it might have been Thug Nasty and a couple of other people have been like, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm calling you out, motherfucker. You shadow banning my account. Says that any other, but they were serious. Oh, Patty Pimlet, too. Oh, yeah. Patty the Batty. Like, Multiple people? Mo- tons of people are and not fans. Why would Patty be a uh, shadow ban? Uh, he was talking about, most recently, mental health. And, and that's uh, why he got shadow banned? Yeah, there was something he had alluded to, I guess. I don't remember exactly, but during his after his last victory, I guess one of his friends had taken his life, right? And he did this whole thing. But prior to that fight, there was another reason. I can't remember why, but I think he was also on that kind of like red pill, t- you know, kind of like uh, shadow banning and socialist kind of communist thing. And like talking about, you know, these political mm. talking points you just can't really talk about openly, right? Without mm. feeling the repercussions of a shadow ban. The regime. The regime. The, the last thing you want to be these days is a Trump ally because you will have the weight of the state. State, the weaponized Department of Justice, Attorney General. Is that what he is? Uh, Mayor Garland? Uh, yeah. This, uh, 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 Attorney General. That motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mayor, uh, can I even say the names, man? Of course God you can. damn. Look here, for my safety. Hold on. In case I end up in the gulag. I am not a Trump ally. Uh, I don't want the weight of the state and the Department of Justice on my motherfucking ass. So let's just let's just throw that out. There. <clears throat> I mean, they're on the FBI's ass though. Here with these hearings lately, talking about like, how, how did you not know these things? Like, how, there's no arrest. Like, they're just kind of picking you know picking the whole story apart, and it's pretty fascinating to watch. But before we get into more of these topics, I explained to Chingo over the weekend this little experiment I did on the What Did He Said page, which mm-hmm. as of this morning we hit thirty thousand followers on. Yeah, it's, how, dude. Go ahead. Go on. No, go ahead. I'm just curious, like, what? Where was it at recently? Uh, well, when we record, we recorded last week. It was at like 26, 27. Wow. Yeah. And a couple of the most recent videos have gone pretty viral. I mean, 15, 16, you know, million views or whatever, real views and whatever. Damn. And um, here's my thing. I tried to explain it to Chingo. But and zero was... sponsors, by the way. But go on. That's a huge reach. That's a lot of eyeballs and impressions. Oh, that's nothing. Like you say, thirty thousand. Like, oh, that's a pretty big page. But then you look at the reaches. You're like, how the fuck is a page that small getting this much reach? But we'll get into that uh, another time. Which is why we need, with your support, we can. Mm-hmm. Grow. But at the at the price it, of a of a cup of coffee. Yeah, if we had more patrons, you wouldn't hear me crying and complaining, talking about, damn, don't know brand, want <clears throat> their product right here. None of y'all want y'all's product consumed on air. But go on. <laughs> so there was too many damn kids, and I really couldn't explain it well as loud, but. I want to try to explain it to you guys and to you here again. Rand Paul was questioning Fauci just a week or so ago about all kinds of stuff, right? COVID-related, you know, vax-related, all the things that are starting to be a little better to talk about, you know, the masks, all kinds of stuff. And he poked holes in the uh, old, I think it was an 80s video of him talking about if so-and-so had gotten the flu, should she still get the jab? And he was like, no, of course not. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? Natural immunity, it's the best form. Exactly, it's, right? There's no jab that can ever match up to mother nature right right he sounded less like he would smoke 12 packs of cigarettes a day yeah back then he didn't go straight uh anthony yeah fauci it's a science yeah so i saw the video it was a really good video and i wanted to share it and i think it was shared by informer the anthony maybe or someone along those lines 
And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna, I said to myself, I'm gonna do this as an experiment. And I screenshotted the times and the likes and, and everything as that day went on because I wanted to just kind of document it all. So I might put it together in a collage or whatever and kind of explain it. But I was telling Chingo, when these videos had started going viral, there was the, the animal activist versus the shish kebab guy, the uh, New York Fire Department uh, uh, firefighter that was talking about, I couldn't eat in this city, right? Oh, yeah. A couple of these videos that started really catching a ton of virality and i didn't want to ruin what was happening on the page but i was like this is worth the test so i i uh, reposted i cut the video of fauci and Rand paul and it had all the tags all all of the uh you know the fact checking labels like oh. you know, check the cdc this that yeah. and the other that's how lacking i knew context lacking context misinformation it had yeah. all of them that's how i knew this video was going to do something it was going to tank the algorithm whatever the fuck that means for the page they were like pointing to the gulag they're like do you want to be do you want to go here is yeah. this where you want to be it, it literally like i could see it as i'm as i'm about to hit post i see the arrow like gulag this way yeah so anyway i go ahead and cut it and i post it and immediately um about five minutes later i close the app i go do something i come back and i open the app and it went from, uh, so if you, those of you that don't know, I don't know that if you get over 100 uh, follows or likes or comments, it shows you two, three, four, five. I don't think it does. It just says it shows 100 across the board. So even if you got 500 likes or followers, it's only going to show you 100. It kind of maxes out at that notification. So it's like 100, 100, 100 likes, follows, and uh, comments for the last week straight, all day. No matter if I, middle of the night, middle of the morning, it's always, it's been on fire for it's the last lit. week. Lit. I open it five minutes later, six likes. 12 comments, 15 follows. I was like, this is crazy. Five minutes later. And I'll, I'll try to, again, post the, the, the collage of the photos together. I was like, damn, that's crazy. I waited another 30 minutes. Open it up again. 15, 22, 9. Super fucking low. Like, this is crazy. Less than an hour later. I just say, all right, I, I'm going to delete it. And this was on a story, might I add. I delete it. Not even on the post, on the page. I delete it. And I give it about 15 minutes. And I open it. 50, 60, 25, like, okay. I give it another hour, go do some stuff, come back, 100, 100, 100. Got right back to the same mm -hmm. fire-ass trajectory that it was on for the last week. I was blown away by that, man. And I kind of say all that to say this, is that if you like the content on the page, like it, share it, hit the bell, subscribe, join the newsletter, do something because at any moment, if we post one thing they don't like, it is a five minute away instance where it's just gone. The reach they, is gone. They don't appreciate us, bro. They don't, pe you know, the, the people taking us for granted, big dog. It's fucking A couple crazy. coconuts on here week after week after week. So we definitely going to keep, keep it going mm -hmm. uh, at least till midterms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because we want to produce other stuff but it's got to it's got to make sense right like any business model it's got to make sense and if you guys like yeah. it you got to support it because one of the biggest things that i realized when i took this chance to be transparent and mm. honest with everybody um what i didn't factor in is big tech's ability to have you in an empty field talking to yourself <laughs> yeah you know that's so what it's like some would argue that these are public utilities, especially like something like Facebook where, oh, it's awesome. People can connect and you can post a thing and those can see it and, you know, this and that, your family yeah. and your grandma, whatever. And it's like, and then they, they like to play that game where they're like, yeah, but we're also in cahoots with the government. And if there's a story we don't like, we suppress it and we're selling your data and we're monitoring you, spying you, terms and conditions, yeah. yada, yada, yada. And... There's certain shit you can't post, so it's it's almost as if like if you do see the, see them as um, 
public utilities, it's as if the phone company is listening to your conversations right. and says, Robert, I don't like what you said at 3.15 on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, good luck using this fucking cell phone. I mean, this phone service. You're going to be like, damn, my landline's been tripping. Yeah, or imagine, What's up with my landline? Or imagine sending a text. Imagine you trying to send me a text and AT&T is like, no, we don't like what's in this text. We're not going to let you send it. Yeah, well, the government's, I'm pretty sure, looking at it. Oh, hey, before we forget, man, speaking of um, MMA, UFC, Patty, and, and um, Thug Nasty, have you seen the clip of Thug Nasty when he's breaking down uh, fossil fuels versus electric vehicles yeah he's got a couple of really good clips lately there's that one dude if you can bro. i'll look for it yeah it, it was on his uh his instagram well he broke it down beautifully because uh shout out to everybody came out to the show where he's talking about diesel yes yeah, perfect ahead. yes go shout ahead. out to he's out there on a the farm and shit <laughs> yeah. shout out to everyone came out to the shows brea california oxnard california like on a wednesday and a thursday it was lit for a, a little texan who is on some red pill shit to be able to still 20 years later in my career still go to all you know all through California and have just a lot of people show up in the middle of the week uh, in this economy mm-hmm. in Biden's America right where where milk bread eggs everything costs more um, people took took time to get the nanny they came through they bought the merch they had drinks they had the meals uh, feedback was great they're loving the new material and, and while I was in Cali. I was kicking it with uh, Julian Luera, a young comedian out of El Paso. It was his first time performing in uh, California. Nice. So that's on my resume. You know what I'm saying? When Julian first hit the stage out there, it was your boy Chingo Bling. What up? You know what I'm talking about? That, that's what we do. Sometimes we don't ask for accolades and shit, but we be trying to help people out. And uh, Jerry Garcia, right? Yeah. So we're having lunch and we're talking, and somehow it came up about the electric vehicles. And I was trying to explain all this stuff. I was like, bro, this shit's a scam. Like, if you want to get one, that's cool. But at the end of the day, the battery is just a receptacle. It's not It's not a source of power. It's just a container. And that power got to come from somewhere else, like the coal from the thing. Yeah. And they turn the shit into electricity. But anyway... Thug Nasty did a way better job. Yeah, and I'm going to play it right now. But also, I guess what I've come to, to like the conclusion is if you say you want to get a Tesla or any kind of EV because you like them and you think they're cool and nice and convenient, awesome. I love cars. If you're the electric kind of car guy, that's awesome. But don't tell me you're doing it for the environment. That's, that's a completely different thing. Well, they can believe that. But, you know, here's another big problem, Rob. Here's another big problem. You People going out there to get these electric vehicles, well, our government is subsidizing that whole industry with our tax dollars. Everybody, you, me, motherfuckers that drive diesel and gas, it's, we're, the you know what I mean? They don't leave the free market alone. Like Tesla didn't do it on his own. Elon didn't just do it on his own. This motherfucker getting all this funny money Mm -hmm. from all over the place. They're just printing up shit off our backs. Uh, And most of it isn't here. Like when they export all this stuff, they're exporting it to other countries. They're not doing it here. And it's adding more pollution to, you know, the globe. It's not here. It's somewhere else. So it's like, I guess, better. But when I said, don't tell me it's for the for the environment you said they can believe that they can believe that yeah. but it's just not true so yeah, it goes not. back to the you can you know you're entitled to your own beliefs but you're not entitled to your own facts kind of shit yeah it's it's one of the um it's one of the i don't want to be like one of the biggest scams of our it of, is over the I'll century say it is, they're definitely one of the biggest scams just yeah. read a little bit about climate contra uh, i guess contrarians and, and tell me that doesn't make sense to you yeah I, I just feel like it's all information war it's fog of war and it's been presented and framed in a way be- to where in people's minds, it's kind of like, yeah, but it's it's electric. You know what I'm saying? It's like it doesn't blow out smoke 
and it doesn't need gas because the way people frame all this climate and, and fossil fuel stuff is, again, quoting from Alex Epstein, the book Fossil Future, they exaggerate the benefits of electric while ignoring all the downfalls and then vice versa. When it comes to fossil fuels, they exaggerate any bad and diminish all the good. So people be thinking like, oh, you know, I'll plug it in, not knowing like, you know where all this shit comes from. Yeah. Let me play this video of, of Thug Nasty. Now, if you like driving electric cars just because you like them. Oh shit, hey, this might be the one fine. I got from. <laughs> but don't tell me it's environmentally friendly. You're a stupid motherfucker if you do. <laughs> because that electric car runs off of coal. And to mine coal, it takes diesel equipment. To transport coal, it takes diesel equipment. So you can thank people like myself who operate diesel equipment for your electric car to work. And I know that, what's his name? Elon Musk got more money than me. But y'all gotta remember, my business didn't get half a billion dollars in subsidies in one year. There it is. My cattle business don't get no subsidies. Yep. So really his success is from people like me that he stole from. I hope Mark Zuckerberg don't take this post down because it's true. He sure as hell ain't going to beat me in debate, so he'll just take it down. He won't beat me in debate. Uh, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk got more money than me. I love it. Those uh, those old Ford 7.4, man, those those motors right there, those old diesels and stuff, they go for a pretty penny. Stack up on those. People think because he's from the South, he's from Arkansas, and he got an accent, they be thinking he's dumb. But guess what? We ain't no country bumpkins down here, my boy. No, and he's also... Uh, go ahead. Go he's, ahead. He's a, he has a major in e economics, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, economics. So the fact that he mentioned the government subsidies, like off top, he's like, my cattle business don't get none of that. Elon Musk is over there chumming up with China. You know what I'm saying? We never had our pom-poms out for that man. You know, we like the fact that he's exposing Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, 15 and 0 in the UFC he's got a fight coming up uh, I forgot who his opponent is but finally he's got I love fight. Thug Nasty man that motherfucker rap his ass off <laughs> uh, works his ass off you know he a, he a five star athlete like me you know what I'm saying we uh, we're into mar uh, combat sports hey so li listen dog uh, this last night my wife was trying to run through the whole schedule yeah that's why i'd be like can i pop my goddamn gummy yet can i pop my gummy <laughs> so are, you, zone are you finna like it's 11 45 and you over here on google calendar you know what i'm saying story of my life and she's like okay look in the morning you got to drop penny off at school but you got to take take the tahoe that's what the two car seats are in and then you got to take sunny to her little gym class and before you go podcast and all this stuff and she's like oh, wait she's like when you drop off penny at school you're gonna have to pull sunny out too because they don't have it like that at that school where you could just drop off and she's like you know what let's just split that task and i was like you you i was like girl i do mma you think i can't handle two strollers or like one bait one toddler and, and another one? i'm a five-star athlete <laughs> fuck you think this is it's not your abilities it's, that's annoying as fuck is what it is yeah it is really backbreaking uh <laughs> that's why we want a van bro because that <laughs> That little um, Duna, ¿cómo se llama? Car seat. It, the way the Tahoe seats are, yeah. it just sits up so high. It's super bulky. Yeah. And it's it's awkward. You know, it's not like if all the weight was concentrated into like a no. sphere where I can just like bear hug it. It's like, uh, my wrist, watch the elbow. Yeah. Don't like twerk your spine the wrong way. Because 
I've already, I gave myself a Kimura, bro. When I was, <laughs> when Marisol did one of these pop-ups. <laughs> the Duna gave you an armbar. No, not the Duna. When she, when Marisol was doing one of these, uh, her apparel pop-ups, right? Like in the summer. And me and Joseph were the production, oh, yeah. production assistants. That's really <laughs> what I am. I'm a production assistant. And now at the end of a long, long, long day of just being in the heat and eating off of a food truck that's there. You're trying to like hurry up and put this rack away. You just want to hurry up. <laughs> get the and, day done with. Yeah, that's why I got the ticket. Because I'm like, hurry up and get home. I got that right. ticket 50 feet from my house, bro. That sucks. So anyway, I was carrying that big ass retail rack and it, it started like um, tilting, like it was top heavy type of thing. And the way my elbow and my wrist like ah and remember i had the wrist yeah brace he's legit had i was like what happened did you have carpal tunnel like you've been typing too much what's going on i was like no nah, man i was carrying a shelf and like i try to get it off the tailgate it, by myself it or some twisted shit. yeah i was already like right here by the um by the garage it's always when you're close to home so yeah thank you for playing that clip that's um i wanted to forward it to julian and jerry because i was like yo this dude broke it down way yeah. better i was like you know it's like uh cold and it's really not what you think well and when you were trying to bring it up since you know before we move on like what was the conversation about like who were they like saying something pro it or like what was the whole reason that came up do you remember um it might have been me shitting on newsome how, <laughs> how he was like I was talking about the grid, perhaps, because I've been working that into the show, especially in California. Oh, yeah. I literally roasted their governor in front of them. It's so easy these days. On their turf. I was like, that motherfucker had on a fleece. His nipples were showing. He was, <laughs> I saw his breath, and he's like, all right, ooh, we're in this together. Ooh. Put your shit on 83. Um, but yeah, I think that's how I mentioned it. I was like, what the problem is, is like in Texas, like 27% of our grid they decided to make it, air quotes, renewables, mm -hmm. right? Misnomer. Renewables, where it's wind turbines and solar panels. I was like, that type of um, energy, whatever, always requires a traditional backup. Right. I was, And they never work when you need them to. You right. know, the wind ain't blowing that day, the sun ain't shining, or what have you, but they always require backup. And California's in for a rude awakening, and so is Texas, if we continue down that that path playing them Greta games. Hey, you ever try something like when you get pulled over for a ticket or for speeding or whatever, and you ever tried the, uh, man, I'm about to shit my pants. I really got to go. That's a good one. You ever tried that? No. Does it work? I don't know. I've wanted to try it. Because they ask. They're always like, what's the reason? What's the rush? Yeah. What was, what's, the, what's the reason? And I was just like, you know, nothing. they ask, you know, like, do you, do you know how fast you're going? And they I'm, do ask. Yeah. You. And I'm like, I really don't. Right. Because I don't. I really don't. It's, when you drive, don't you feel like your foot just kind of goes immediately to where like it's used to? And no. it, it might be 90, but it's what it is. No, they asked, do you know why I pulled you over? Oh, yeah. That yeah. way you could, uh, that, uh, that way they're like, you, didn't, you, didn't see that school, you didn't see that school zone light yeah. blinking? Yeah, you didn't see the kid trying to jump, yeah. hit hopscotch across the, yeah. <laughs> the the cross section. But no, I'm like, uh, I don't know. And they're like, you don't know how fast? Like, no, I don't know how fast I was going, man. Like, what, what is it? What's, what's the problem here, right? But I try to be nice. I've never had, and also, let me say this, so it's on the record. I have never had a good interaction with somebody who's pulled me over. Not once. They're always asses. Is it because of white supremacy? Probably. Systemic Yeah, absolutely. Racism. They're like, oh, this brown guy that speaks really good English. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like his kind. Like, no, I don't know what it is, but they're fucking, they probably had a shit day and they're just going to shit on me. Rob's very proud of his English, ladies and gentlemen. A thousand percent. <laughs> I pride myself on the fact SpongeBob helped me learn English. How? That's what, that's that's how what I would watch, yeah. No shit. I didn't know any English. I started school and the next thing you know, I'm watching Nickelodeon before I knew that they're all feet pedophiles. <laughs> 
They do a lot of foot stuff on there. Bro, you don't know about this? No, I think my daughter, my 14-year-old, had tried to explain to me. She was like, yeah, there's a character that they say, they say on TikTok or something like, there's this one character on this one show, and he's always like doing feet stuff. Dude, it goes back to Ariana Grande, and it goes back to Hillary Duff as a kid. Is it like a director I mean, in particular? Yes, it was the one, it was the one guy, the, one, the, the main guy who later was found out as a huge pedo. Really? Yeah. So he finally got caught. Yeah, and there's a bunch of stories and accounts. Uh, Jeanette McCurdy, who was on the other the other show, so all they always kids. wrote foot stuff into a ton the, of foot stuff. I think Nickelodeon for a while had a foot as like their logo. It was like next to the Nickelodeon, like the remember You're all right. the slime things? Wasn't there a foot? Yeah, uh-huh. it's crazy. It, like that's a rabbit hole like no other. So was he like director of of episodes, or was he like up creative? No, he was director. creative up like all like across different shows. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta dive into that at some point. Um, Speaking of conspiracies and tinfoil yeah. things, everybody go check out the uh, the newest episode of Tinfoil Hat featuring your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo de Ghetto Vaquero Versace Mariachi. Bro, that was so much fun, bro. Shout out to uh, Sam Tripoli, Johnny Woodard, and XG. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. Have you heard it, man? Go check it out. No, I'm going to listen to it. It's on my queue. I got to get yeah, to other things first, you know? Because, dude, we talked about 9-11. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Bro, Building 7, bro. Yeah, we talked about all kinds of stuff. Well, hey, I like... Uh, last week I said maybe we should start episodes with uh, Brandon tweets. So I have that at the top of the list. Um, if you don't frequent Brandon's Twitter, you really should. I'm faster than most. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an ice cream guy. I shit on ghosts. I ain't scared of no ghosts. <laughs> um... <laughs> What do we got here? Who wrote? Got here? Man, That's I, the, I, I miss mean tweets, dude. Dude, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. I miss mean tweets. Oh my god, these tweets so oh good. Uh, from this morning, <laughs> folks, gas prices are now back to levels that were in early March. That means really all the increases since the beginning of Russia's war in Ukraine have been wiped out. Russia's war <laughs> caused it. You goofy. Um, here's another one. These are all from this morning. Uh, I'm sick and tired of the trickle-down economics. It's never worked. We're building an economy for the bot from the bottom up and the middle out. Okay, ready? Uh, Juan Big Stoner gave me a book, right? Uh-huh. And when... Let's go back to that. Oops. Uh-huh. He said, I'm sick and tired of these trickle-down economics. It never works. All right, so I had ju- I just started this book, so I'm not an expert on it. But in essence, the main premise that I could gather from the book is when people use the argument like oh trickle down economics never works the whole argument is nobody's ever called it that nobody's ever presented the argument in that fashion mm. it, like anytime they said like hey guys lower the tax rate so you can collect more money don't don't force people to hide and figure out tax shelters and things like that so in other words it's a straw man argument it's like it's like if rob says hey dude i think we should um I, I think we should always have chocolate milk at the studio. Soy chocolate milk? Let's just say Rob says, I think we should have chocolate milk. Okay. And then I come out and say, you know what? Soy is bad for you. And you're like, bro, I didn't say nothing about soy. I said chocolate milk. I'm talking about dairy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. A bad metaphor. But <laughs> but I have to I have to harp on this uh, trickle down thing because it's a straw man thing. Well, the tweets get even better. So I'm going to go and read two more from this morning. Um, At current gas prices, a family with two cars is saving an average of $140 a month compared to prices if prices had stayed in the mid-June peak. That's a big big deal for families with, with, uh, like, wait, families like the one I grew up in. (laughs) 
it's like, bro, you caused the spike in the price. <sighs> you attacked American energy. You won't unleash American energy. It's like it's like he's sitting on your chest, and it's like folks are having a real hard time breathing. And then he like leans on one leg to like alleviate fifteen pounds of pressure. And it's like this is le- fifteen less pounds of pressure than it was when it when the shit went up. And then like he bitch, his pants. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're causing all of this. Last one. Despite one, uh, despite some of the biggest companies in America flooding Capitol Hill with lobbyists and money. They lost the. They lost, and the American people won. The Inflation Reduction Act will make the tax code fair and for working class Americans. Dude, uh, Alex Epstein on Twitter, he did a whole thread. If y'all can go check it out, he did a whole thread breaking down the Inflation Reduction Act and how it's actually going to make inflation worse. And it's barely any. I mean, it's all. It's so much of it is like climate and like other social programs. Yet again, like everything else that we've talked about in the past. It's just interesting how people hear this, um, and we knew we saw somebody, or we were hanging out with somebody who, who uh, over the weekend, who you could present them something that's like a huge topic, and they're like, "Huh? What? What is that? Are oh, you fucking dork?" <laughs> anyway, you're not saying no names, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, maybe. Who cares? Moving on, moving on. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. I tweeted something about him this morning. Did you? Can you bring it up while I look up the other thing I was going to show you? Yes. <laughs> Basically, dude, Don Lamont was not ready. He had someone on there from uh, Great Britain. Oh, great. That's what I was going to pull up. And he was talking about reparations. Yes, yes, and yes. And this woman served him his little ass on a plate, boy. She was like, okay, yeah, bet. You want to do reparations, Don? All right, check this out. And she busted out. All the Ray Seeps. Dude, I'm a Hey, we call them Ray Seeps now. They're not receipts. We call them Ray Seeps? Yeah, do you know why? No, why? Because Ray J went live on Instagram. I don't even have Instagram on my phone no more, so I was late on this. Mm -hmm. Ray J went live on Instagram, and he had a projector, like a fucking projector on the wall. And it's just like screenshots and conversations with Kanye and all this stuff where basically he says, uh, he's going off on camera saying... I received four hundred thousand for the sex tape. Kim K received four hundred thousand for the sex tape. She signed my name on my deliverables because her mom was rushing her. He said her mom made us reshoot the scene, and then she watched and picked the one that was more favorable for Kim. I heard about that. All this stuff that was like always like alleged and rumored and assumed. Now he's like had the Ray Seeps. Ray Seeps. I like that. So also I had read that she had made them shoot several different scenes. Is that what you were saying? That Yeah. That Dude. was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, there's other tapes out there, which I guess Kim told Kanye to go uh, confiscate. Like, hey, bro, give me the tapes. And she specifically asked him to, hey, give him the all copies of the contracts. Because allegedly this shit might be somehow, some way coming to bite them in the ass where it's like, Mama was rushing because she needed her percentage. And you over here forging people's signatures. Wow. Ain't that some shit, boy. Dude, this planet's a joke. <laughs> no one, no, Elon wants to go to Mars. Uh, you know, the cultural rot. Uh, here we go. Those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back and uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? 
that was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, you need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where they should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. Whoa. He's like, got to drop that gear for the... Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Dude, his face, he's just like... You could see, like, slowly go from, like, Mr. Serious to, like... Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Classic. Yeah, because it's easy to always, like... Obviously, slavery is one of the worst atrocities in all mankind history. So anytime people present something that on the surface sounds righteous, like... Well, you know, the queen and the monarchy and the Brits and they got all this money mm. and what, it, what 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 is the price tag on mm. that? I mean, look at all the people that have been affected. And she's like, "Yeah, look at the also shouldn't the people that went to um to end it and died, shouldn't they get a little something something too?" Yeah, we've talked about this in the past too and I always, that's the first thing I always say like, "Where did slavery start? Who who initially sold slaves into slavery and so on and so forth?" It's like people don't want to hear it. Like, guys, what are you doing here? Like, we're supposed to be learning more about this stuff, not forgetting what we learned in history class or changing it. Yeah, it's all information war. <clears throat> when I tweeted it, somebody replied. They're like, oh, wait till they find out about... Here, let me uh, pull it up because I get a, a gang of replies. Oh, yeah, I tweeted to Fools Gone Wild. <laughs> the, uh, I, said, I said, come get your boy. It was one of the Brandon clips where he's <laughs> like, oh, inflation's gone down an inch. <laughs> I got that clip. <clears throat> or whatever. Yeah. Okay, who are these? Man, bro, I get so many. Um, okay, look, if he knew about Esteban de Dorantes or Mustafa Azemuri, he would trip balls. He was a slave who was also an explorer. The issue isn't as cut, as, cut and dry as everyone wants. Yo, so what's up with, um, what did Charlemagne say about the Martha's Vineyard situation? I'm glad you asked, Shingo. I got it pulled up and queued up for you right hither. Them so much, they're yours. Okay. <laughs> For months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C., and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours, okay? Well, just in time for his panel shaking their head Florida now. Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two plane folds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. But I wish that governors like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott would give Democratic governors and mayors more of a heads up because then that would expose the hypocrisy of the Democrats, which is they don't want immigrants here either. For months, re- Why would they need a heads up? Um, I don't know. Because you think you think Greg Abbott and the people of Del Rio get a heads up from the cartel Mm -hmm. like you think the people in arizona and yuma and all these other places and now dude some of the numbers they're saying it's like five million ten million like we don't know how many people right yeah i think two is a pretty low estimate yeah super low i think more people saying like 4.9 5 million every town is a border town now Mm -hmm. ain't nobody getting no heads up and when i first heard about like 
oh, they dropping off the migrants and Martha's Vineyard, stuff like that. Initially, I was kind of like, oh, shit, that's an island. We went. Mm. It's hard to get there. Mm. You got to take a whole ferry. So I'm kind of like, damn, bro, it's one thing to drop people off in Chicago. It's another thing to, like, put them on this little bitty island. Swim back. However, however, they always say they ain't got room, right, and they don't have resources. Well, that town in particular or that little area it's like 17,000 population, but then it balloons to like 200,000 during like vacation and, tur- summer, yeah. and tourist season where they even have to hire like college students to come help waitress and, and do all kinds of shit that needs to be done. And, but yes, it's a PR stunt, right? Yes, it's publicity. Yes, it's a political stunt. However, in this world that we live in, when it's about headlines and, you know, snapshots of like the tweets and the memes how many memes have been spawned from these PR stunts? And beautifully, it exposed the hypocrisy because the memes are so funny where I'm like, bro, y'all called National Guard. All of a sudden, it's a humanitarian crisis when they simply only dropped off 50. Just 50. And now all of a sudden, we need National Guard. And I mean, we were nice to them while they were here, but they got to go. And it's like, bro, you can't take 50. Then how about y'all stop being rich and bougie and voting for this bullshit? Would you call it a PR stunt if they had uh, signed a consent form and said that that's where they wanted to go? Uh, I mean, I think the fact the no, I think I still think it's a PR stunt because because, for example, you can. I don't know if uh, if DeSantis has the authority or what what the um, what all the steps would be for mm-hmm. him to be like, okay, do we deport them? Can we? What do we do? Do we just bear the brunt? Like, do we the we the ones that got to come up with shelters and mm-hmm. volunteers and employees and money and drop off the waters and the formulas and the diapers and and the logistics of organizing? Like, okay, when they get processed into this facility, that's the closet that has the diapers. We have some extra clothes for toddlers and who's in charge of the meals and what are we doing about their vaccinations and all this kind of stuff, right? The reason I say it's a publicity stunt is because you now strategically have to think of like, well, where are we going to send them to another red state? No. Are we going to send them to like a conservative town somewhere in Mississippi or something? No. It's like, where are all the bougie people? Where do the Obamas live? Where does Kamala live? Send them to Scranton. Send them to Delaware. Like, more publicity stunt. It's please. pretty crazy, man. And um, I was I was reading about how they like they did have to. They didn't just send them. They didn't just put on a bus and send them. They did, but they had to sign like, "Are you, this is where you want to go?" You know, they were given clothes and haircuts and healthcare and whatever they needed before they went. So they were taken care of. They were put up wherever they were put up. And then now I think they're going to a military base. Yeah, dude. They called the National Guard on them. They were loud. They pedo and jet. I'm gonna say. This sanctuary city is not for you. Hey, this ain't that sanctuary. This, you're not those people. Yeah, so how about y'all stop calling yourself sanctuary if you can't handle <laughs> 50 people? Bro, I got... There's more people down the street. <laughs> I mean, at, we we bought the Canelo fight. We had, <laughs> we had more than 50 cousins at our shit. <laughs> I mean, damn, bro, 50? Yeah. What, what do you think, Del, dude, Del Rio... They get more people walking through there than their actual population. Like nobody cares about all the ranchers that, that got their shit broken into and you got cartel coming through with camo and guns escorting people through your property. You go check up on your property one weekend, you got a dead body or two. I mean, check this out. This is what really pisses me off. When they're like all of a sudden they're like, 
we're, they're doing a, a criminal investigation on Ron DeSantis to human trafficking. Hillary Clinton got some nerve talking about, oh, it's literally human trafficking. And we need to investigate for, uh, uh, there's some, if there's a criminal thing, bro, y'all doing everything but securing the border. Y'all wanting to go after the governor. Y'all doing anything and everything except, bitch, go check up on the border then. You know what I'm saying? Talking about it's secure. Nobody's doing their job. Oh, check this out, bro. You know how I always talk about at the airports and they got the bubble cameras and and you see other people with the flags and you're like, hey, man, I like your hat, bro. Hey, man, nice shirt, brother. So uh, I went to the restroom and uh, when we were washing our hands, the other guy had a, a shirt that said Trump 2020 and he had the flag on it. I was like, shit, 2024 too. And he's like, you know, they're already working on rigging that. <laughs> they ready. They they working on how they gonna rig it. I was like, yeah, we need to do paper ballots. And he's like, one day, counted by hand. And I was like, yeah, like France. And we were going on and on. And uh, I forget what my point is about that. What the fuck was you talking about? <laughs> well, we were talking about the investigations, right? We were like, open an investigation. But I'm glad you brought that up because do you? So all the things that you had mentioned, you know, who said said that, right? Open up the investigation? Yeah. No, who was it? It was a sheriff in, in Martha's Vineyard. Mm. And what's fascinating about this is that, like, this is a perfect example of those, like, backing the blue, right? It's not just backing the blue across the board. Because people like this, I'm trying to find, because uh, I can only find, a, like, a CBS clip of this, but I'm going to see if this will be where he says some of that stuff. Were you going to say something before I um, just, just, like, you know, when people say things like, you know, Ron DeSantis, these are red state governors. It's so unfortunate that people that are in a leftist news bubble, they get assigned these opinions of like, hey, they're they're playing with people's lives. These are not your political pawns. You know, these are human beings Stop. and stuff like that. And it's like, no, you're right. Both sides mm -hmm. are using these people as political pawns. Yes, they're human. Like, yes, they're people that are being used for the headlines and to make a point. The problem is, if y'all would just secure the border, they wouldn't have to do none of this. Imagine that this was done in the dead of night, the way that the planes that Biden was sending across the country with kids were being done just a couple of months ago. That's why none of them charges are going to stick to DeSantis, because it's like, how, how are the y'all's rules? Like, Brandon, Brandon did it way more. A and another thing, too, is... El Paso is a blue city. Why isn't El Paso getting criticized? Because they busting people. So let's see what this guy said. God damn it. Where's the audio? On hard times. Uh, right. Is that here we have me the most. To Martha's. This old lefty Larry Ed. me the most about this case is that here we have 48 people that are already on, on hard times, uh, right? They are here legally mm -mm. in our country at no. that point. They have every right to be where they are. The sheriff, who's nah, an elected Democrat, believes a woman came to Texas from out of state to get the migrants, many of them asylum seekers. They told attorneys they were guided onto planes by a mystery woman named Perla. A Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid a, a, what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. I'm here on the bus. Immigration attorney Rachel Self is representing many of the migrants. She's the person providing information to the Texas sheriff as he launches this investigation. I spoke with that white liberals bored uh, as fuck uh, with their life today 
who, when they first boarded the plane, was told that they were going to Washington, D.C. State leaders have been on the ground, too, the guy likes learning in the butt. more about the migrants' confusion when they were put up in a Texas hotel, shuttled to a plane, and given these brochures promising work and housing in Boston and other locations. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis has taken credit for the private plane to the vineyard, but the Bear County Sheriff says he isn't naming any suspects yet. We all know that during a, a political campaign, things can get... Nasty things can get out of hand, but when you're playing with human lives of people that are already in a desperate Bitch, situation. the border is open, goofy. A spokesperson. That's the whole point. The whole point uh, is so to dumb. show y'all that, like, y'all y'all sit up here and be like, oh, no, human is illegal, and you got you got the sign on your yard. But as soon as you got actual immigrants in your neighborhood, not in my backyard, to quote the great George Carlin, <laughs> not in my backyard. First of all, this little... Uh, rent a cop from san antonio <laughs> bro like why are you cucking from martha's vineyard bro like you're in texas you know what i'm saying san antonio is right it's not that far from the border so you're a san antonio based police officer and you over here crying and complaining talking about uh desantis might have misled these people so that's a guy that would give me a hard time if he pulled me over he really would be like i don't like this guy he likes america too much he's got a flag on his shirt get him out of here what's up man bro democrats boy y'all <laughs> Man, how, how was I down with y'all for so long? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. Hey, I want to go back to Don Lamont real quick because uh, we, we moved on, but there's another story. Um, <laughs> you see Trump's, Trump's truth social post about him? I missed it. Trump mocks Don Lemon after CNN shakeup, dumbest man on television. Mm. So they moved him. They, they canceled his late night show. Oh, yeah, yeah. They moved him to the morning. Right. So there's this whole story about... You know, it's not even a conspiracy, but just on social media, you're seeing that, like, he lost his role as late night king or whatever because of the ratings, this, that, and the other. And now Trump's like, he's going to Death Valley in the morning show where no one's going to watch him. And it was just a funny fucking tweet, man. He, he's coined him or he's crowned him the dumbest man on TV. Uh, former President Trump has mocked CNN's Don Lemon as, and dubbed him the dumbest man on TV on, for, uh, in his latest social media post. Trump's comments come as CNN begins to shake up the network and move a move that has divided the viewers. Has it, though? Has it though? I mean, yeah. Some, some, some of their leftist viewers don't like this more centrist or, uh, hey, we're just going to tell y'all some of these facts. They don't like that shit. They're like, no, no, no. We know what we signed up for. We want all the spin. We want like hella bias. He threw extra shade. He was like, Don Lemon often called the dumbest man on television, having made even LeBron James look smart during their interview two years ago, has been fired from his primetime evening spot at CNN. <laughs> I mean, Trump just keeps on winning. Yeah. Like, he, he done called everything. He done predicted everything. Uh, on Tim Four Hat, we mentioned how, um, how Trumpitas, there was, like, this old footage circulating of him, like, calling, calling into, like, some New York news thing. He's like, I don't know, never before. Like, you know, uh, what did he say? Jet fuel does not melt steel beams. Oh, right. And he's just, he's like going in, dog. Dude, he was down there. I mean, when that all happened, there's a ton of videos of him out there, you know, like, I don't know. You could say he was just trying to look out for his best interests and maybe some buildings and whatever, whatever, and real he, estate. He had employees down there, he too. He definitely had employees, him. yeah. But he, he was, he's been in the mix. It's like, when they play these videos from the past, you're like, man, this guy was everywhere. And you know what they want y'all to forget, too? They want y'all to forget that Rudy Giuliani was America's mayor. The yeah. reason he earned that title is because he stepped up when America was attacked via New York City World Trade Center, ground zero. Rudy Giuliani not only 
cleaned up the crime, cleaned up Times Square, but he also stood stood up to the occasion, you know what I mean? Like, you know, such a um impactful event where America was attacked and that was his city. And that's, you know, they done vilified him now. Now they want him to be the crazy old man that keeps talking about the laptop and, and the machines and the elections. He's over there crazy with Mike Lindell, Steve Bannon and them. And he got the, the hair dyed, sweating down his face, the Beijing running all down his face. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much going on. Like, like that's going to be going on between now and November. And this is a political commentary show. I hope maybe some people in the TIA can help us. Like in the Discord, tell us all of the things that you feel like in your area or federally that we haven't talked about, like in the country that we need to talk about before the elections. Because like there's like that uh, gun assault, gun or assault weapons ban or whatever that they want to re re uh, reintroduce or that they've reintroduced. It's already passed in the House uh, and needs to pass in the Senate, but that's not going to be until I think January when the new Congress has has been you know appointed. So either we win some seats, we lose some seats in the Senate, whatever happens. But I was watching a video on that particularly about how many different type of weapons would be illegal. Oh, bro. It's so many. Let me know because that's what I need to go get. Those are the ones I'm going to get. So I saw a video and I'm going to I'm gonna look for it and I mention it so you guys can go watch it. And it's like the weapons you should try to buy now before they ban them. And pay cash. And cash you know preferably if you can but you know the shit like that there's all the different school laws there's all the different kind of like elections uh, security type of laws like what are we missing and what should we mention at nauseam between now and november so that people know what's up so let us know yeah that's a hell of a question man for sure uh you want to move on to some of joe breezy's highlights from the uh 60 minutes interview did yes. you watch any of it or have you seen no. any of the clips no i just saw i saw one where he's like uh pushing back on the interviewer about um the MAGA thing? No, 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 no. I think it was. I think it was the inflation. I okay. think I can't remember. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But hey, yeah. They, they, had, the regime had a lot of nuts letting this man go on there by himself and talk off script. They did. Here's one of them. There's, there's a few of them. We'll get to two of these and then some uh, questions from our patrons in the Discord. But let's start with oh, this. Oh, oh, real quick, Latino Hollywood. This is your boy. Everybody. This your boy, uh, uh, Brandon, right here. Latino Hollywood, Fools Gone Wild. All these Latinos, Despacito, all these people were cucking for the Democrat Party and the regime. This little sack of bones, empty suit, is who they pushed on, y'all. I caught all the arrows because I said, I'm not impressed by, by this guy. So I just want to remind y'all that this is Latino Hollywood. This is Fools Gone Wild. This is who they were pushing. I like it. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just, uh, 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 just an inch. Hardly at all. <laughs> You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it's good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? <laughs> We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime... We created all these jobs, and, and <laughs> prices have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs since we came to office. We're in a situation where 
We, the unemployment rate is about 3.7%, one of the lowest in history. Uh, We're in a pause, situation bro. where... This is what happens when, like, you know how people used to complain about Trump in, in the press conferences? It's like, oh, he's so mean. and he, Why did he call the lady that? And why did he say you work for China? You know, and, you know, why are you whatever? Like, why did he call them fake news and stuff like that? Y'all cried and complained about that. Trump was always at the podium, right? And he knew that 90% of the media that was there was going to take everything out of context and spin it to make him look like Hitler. Now, this is what happens when they're so used to hiding him. Mm -hmm. He was in the basement forever. Uh, they're always like, no more questions, no more questions. Everybody go, huh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he just sits there all smug, right? He never has to be accountable for these claims. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, uh, hey, good news, folks. This is this is breathing room, folks. This is breathing room, folks. I inflation, it, it's it's decreased. And then you got KJP will go up there and be like, what what the president has, you know, reminding y'all is that here, you know, at the White House, we know that in but in recent months, in recent months, and they'll push back on her a little bit. She'll be like, yes, but we've seen a smaller. It's gone down in a way, in a pattern for the trajectory that shows <laughs> that it's transitory. Now. They let Bernie, Weekend at Bernie's over here. Now he's on 60 Minutes. Now, who, what is the interviewer's name? I don't know his name, man. I, honestly, I don't. Well, props to him for at least pushing back a little bit and saying, whoa, 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 8.3. You're saying 8.3 is low? No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying y'all acting like all of a sudden. Okay, okay. It's like 40-year high. Yeah, yeah, but it was like at 8.2. And now it's just only 8.3. So it's only gone up an inch. What these, what this regime does, bro, is they like to zoom in on some kind of little graph or stat and be like, oh, if you look right here, it's only gone up 0.1. It's like, you son of a bitch, 40-year <laughs> high, 40-year fucking high. Like, if you keep this up, the lefties are going to wake up. Uh, I hope he does. Oh, my God, that was funny. The way you just fucking uh, enunciated that son of a bitch. I mean, bro, y'all are so disrespectful to the, to the the in the faces of the American people. This empire is on decline. The dollar is no longer going to be top dog anymore. Y'all, every sanction y'all put on Russia backfired. Russia doing better than ever. They selling oil and gas on their, on the ruble on their fucking currency yeah. now china over there huddle up with them iran they over there punking the shit out of europe and you fucking feckless bastards are so damn stupid y'all are so dumb y'all are so dumb y'all are trash oh that's the best speech you've said all year i don't think there's much more to this clip but we're manufacturing i sound like i'm down for the gulag my boy <laughs> it's in a big way yeah, that was, and then, and then and then shame on all the uh, uh, ignorant ass rasa that got bamboozled. Shame on y'all. If y'all didn't vote, fuck it. And even if y'all did, fuck it because this shit didn't add up to what they say it did. Uh, but all the rasa, man, get your head out your ass. Like at some point, the economy is gonna get so bad to where they can no longer lie in your face. So there, in in the comments, uh, there's a I can't zoom in on this anymore because it's a tiny picture. But um, here's the inflation rate over the last 13 years, or rather since 2013, and we are here. Uh, we started the year at 7.5, 7.9. It's gradually, obviously, gone up. September's will be out next month, and then you just go back in time, and it hasn't been over three in like a decade. Yeah, I don't think it's been up past 2.7. 
I don't know. It, it, we're not fucking economists, obviously, but we talk about this stuff on a weekly basis. I mean, it's there. You can look at it yourselves. And let's not forget, let's not forget that when they took your freedom away, when they shot down, when they shut down the entire economy and then subsidized it, you know what I mean? They started printing up money. What y'all think was going to happen? Like, the Democrats want y'all to forget they were pro-lockdown. Those lockdowns not only took away your freedoms, but it ruined the economy. And then they had to subsidize it. it subsidized lockdowns. And now they're like, uh, yeah, it's, it's gone down an inch. And, and then they're like, we weren't for lockdowns. Yeah, that's some of the most frustrating parts because you can just you can tell people that and they're like that's not they've already forgotten they're planning on you to forget like you said because there's so much so much goes on on a regular basis that they cram new subjects and new topics and you're like oh that because I'm guilty of that I'll think back to 2020 and I'll see something and I'm like holy shit that did happen mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but um let's move on to the Discord we'll get into some more of the 60 minutes uh, highlights in later episodes this week you you have the video of the plastic hugging. I do. Because that goes with the whole memory hole. And, that's and what I, I was referencing. Okay. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Let me, uh, let me pull that in. Up. Yeah, memory hole. That's the phrase, right? Yeah. What, what that exactly when you just, when you, when the media puts something out and then tries to bury it and then later, you know, it gets brought up and you're like, oh, I forgot about that because the media did such a good job of hiding or, it. Or yeah, yeah, because they're in, co- they're, they're in cahoots with the left and the Democratic Party. So... They're going to act like they weren't saying, what are we going to do with these anti-vaxxers? Do we need to use the military? Where do we put them? You know, oh, they want to talk about their freedoms, but freedoms to get others sick. So this Let's was not a, forget, yo. Oh, shit. Now it's for a later video. This is from some show, morning oh show. I mean, I think in, with context, okay? they were probably trying to like um, make a skit out of it. Like, it's a big prop. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not, they're not making a skit out of this. I, okay, so he was a co-host. Yeah, he's, he's coming he's the, back. He's the chef. I've seen a bunch of clips. Of this guy's this guy's actually really funny. The chef guy, the Italian chef. Yeah, I think they're going along with the charade because it's obvious the shower curtain thing. It's almost like, hey, we should have one of those really funny. I'm not trying to defend these idiots, uh-huh. but it's like, all right, when the chef comes back to the morning show, we should have we should play it up and order somebody get a hold of one of these shower curtain with so the virtual condom hug, and we'll do this whole segment. As we bring them back, knowing that there's, I mean, the the virus can go right around. No, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, I do know, I do know what you're saying, but I saw the extended version of this, and I don't think that they continued doing the cooking segments regularly. Like there was either a ton of space or like the dividers. I think like we saw at restaurants and still see it in some places. But <laughs> yeah, like oh, you know, so nice. the only promise we can kiss. No, we can't. Not no, kiss like on the cheek. Oh, I see what you mean. Go on, Phil's turn. Off your pop. Come to G. No. <laughs> <laughs> the condom hug. <laughs> so good great to see to you too. Great That's to see you. It's so, it is like emotional. emotional. Oh. I know, don't it's I, literally I a shower it, curtain. I don't like it at the it same is. time. This is fantastic. Just... Oh, thank you for giving me this emotion. This, uh, uh, well, welcome back. Great. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit of context, but but look, even if this one was kind of spoofy skit, mm-hmm. there's still a plethora of footage. Oh yeah, of um of the shit that like 
what's the the economics got Kramer, the business. Oh money, yeah, Jim Kramer saying like we need to use the military and round them up and and Schwarzenegger like fuck your freedoms and um, the band players with the slit in their like the flute yeah. playing the flute they got a hole in the mask or they're in the little green plastic containers playing their band instrument. Yeah, little kids muzzled people in cars by themselves. When you look back at it. Uh, it is beyond words how crazy it got and people's minds got. Yeah. And a lot of them are still living with that same mind or mentality or thought or whatever, or that illness from mentally from 2020. Yeah, fear, boy. Fear is powerful persuasion, bro. Fog of war, misinformation, disinformation. Uh, together, alone. Alone, but together. You know what I'm saying? It was like some psychological warfare going on. Yeah, I harp on it almost every episode. I feel like I say, like, don't forget what they did to you at come elections. I can't, I can't get over it. I'm. It's not that I'm a contrarian. Like, I don't have to go against whatever authority says. But when it's so blatantly, just let's throw things at the wall, and these people are gonna fall for it. Just throw whatever it is and whatever sticks. We're gonna make them go along with it, and you know we got this right. That's how a lot of these people in power feel about just the regular folk. But they're just dorks at your neighbor down the street. One guy lives down the cul-de-sac, the other guy lives up on the hill or whatever. But they're just people, and they can't wait to get something over on you. And I, I fucking hate that, man. He said, "Pasan, you know what? You know what really throws me off, bro, is like when you see these compilations of like Fauci and Don Lemon and like." Um, you know, it's safe and effective or, or you know, it's it's a winner of death or it's a pandemic. Like, there's this one compilation. Uh, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it, but it's like Brandon. Everyone saying, like, it's a pandemic of the... What we have here, folks, is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And, you know, we need to really make it inconvenient for the unvaxxed in society so yep. that they can comply. Yep. And the compilation could go on for minutes and minutes and minutes of Don Lemon and to everybody... It's as if they forgot that, like, you're saying this stuff on camera. They're going to play it back two, three years from now. Se pasan. Yeah. It's like, bro, you have that much audacity that you forgot cameras existed. <laughs> like, you said this on air, and now and now you acting like, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, it, you know, like, like George Kinsella said, it's not a lie if you believe in it. And they have convinced themselves so much in what they've said that they kind of forgot that, like, oh, this could be brought up as evidence later. Or it might be, you know, twisted into a way to make us look bad. They don't care. There's, like, no accountability, obviously. We know that when it comes to media personalities or media uh, stories and, and whatnot, content. Yeah, but they want you to care about the J6ers and, like, the... Um you know, the, the MAGA Republicans, one half of the country is a threat to democracy. Uh, we're going to move to the Discord for a couple of questions. And then uh, for the next episode, man, there's a, a new video of Dr. Peter McCullough uh, saying some very interesting things. I don't want to go over too long on Wednesday's episode. So if you want all the bonus content, not just teasers, where can they sign up, Chingo? Chingobling.com. Punch in your email and you will be on our mailing list because these days, man, you never know when you're going to be shadow banned. Um, you can get a reminder if I'm coming to your city. Don't forget, uh, my next stops are Austin, Texas, September 28th, and San Antonio, September 29th through October 2nd. And also, go to patreon.com forward slash redpilltamales to get that extra content. And join this Discord, which I'm jumping in right now. To see what people have been saying. This shit stays lit. We say that every week, Chingo, but yeah. are we lying at all? I mean, it's absolutely lit. I'm on there all the time. I have it on my phone, like, at the bottom next to Google Calendar and my text messages. That way, you know, it doesn't slip through the cracks. Um, I'm thinking of my tour name for next year because um, tomorrow my wife and I have to sit down, do, you know, admin, office hours mm -hmm. work. 
and start to be like, what cities do you want to go to? What cities went well in 2022? Like, where do you want to maybe like hold off and put towards the end of the year? Will we be able to tour in Houston? I don't know. I don't know what I might have to change. What I may have to change so mm. that uh, I can, you know, easily more readily find a venue mm. in my hometown and uh, my biggest market, arguably. So maybe next year will be the No Apologies tour. I don't know, but uh, I'm standing firm on my shit. How funny is Tom Segura's name of his tour? It's called I'm Coming Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's off the chain. Bro. Um, all right, let's see here. Isaac Forty, uh, Rob G TV. Per the last episode, not eating Indian food. How can you not white girl out on butter chicken tandoori chicken? Tandoori chicken, ta- yeah. ta- and butter the, chicken, yeah. and, and the biggest pile of garlic naan bread you've ever seen. It doesn't non-bread. get much more white girl than that. It's not even really spicy. And Giovanni said butter chicken. Is that what that is? Butter chicken. Butter chicken is one of the meals. Yeah. What's what's um, what did he say? Tandoori. Tandoori. Tandoori chicken. If I had to describe it, it's it's kind of like a. Um, it almost tastes like the like uh, like pollo regio, like al carbon type of thing. Oh, okay. But I'm I'm not an expert. But it's it's almost like a baked chicken type of thing. So in the questions here, as I scroll down, these are from this is from today. Yeah. So Corpitos Trompitos, our agent of the month, is back from vacation. I guess he was on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he posted about that sheriff that we just talked about. Texas sheriff opens criminal investigation into DeSantis migrant flights. Um, Will Chingo call out the corrupt blue lib sheriff of Bear County next weekend while in San Antonio? I might try to find a way to work it in. I don't know if enough people at the show are are, are, are aware. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you find the right moment, I'm sure you'll mention it. I mean, I'll cra- I could crack a joke about the situation, but I don't know if people were like, "Oh yeah, there is that one sh- sheriff." Yeah, bro. Why is that sheriff playing politics like that? You know what I mean? Like, you want to be a cuck? Just say you want to run for office one day. I mean, sheriffs are elected as well. He wants to stay in power again, right? I guess, right? Conveniently, conveniently, San Antonio's educational system has produced many Democrats. And you have a lot of people who are probably... (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at one right now. Hey, big service industry. Big service industry out there. Yeah, I mean, he's pulling... I only went to college out there. You did? Yeah, I only did college, San Antonio. Okay. Because you say you're looking at one right now. Yeah, yeah. I only went to college. I th- I didn't, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about from the womb. From the womb. Yeah. L.A. Lizzy, how do y'all feel about blue states sending the migrants elsewhere? How, and how do we open Arrasa's eyes to see that it's all a political talking point for the Dems and they never intend on helping us? I think we've kind of covered that a lot, but you can't really get that across to somebody who doesn't want to see it, right? It's hard to get it across to someone who sees you as a sellout, trader, coconut. I think that's the biggest reframe. It's like, I feel like the biggest reframe for minorities to leave and walk away or at least hold the Democratic Party accountable is the reframe of, we don't have to be Democrat. Like, they don't own us. Yeah. Let's have some leverage. That's that's what I had been saying since the beginning. I was like, at least bluff. Pretend you're not going to vote Democrat, just so that they can um, <clears throat> not take you for granted. Uh, Stevie Capone says, what are your thoughts on the Charlemagne, the God calling DeSantis a genius and exposing the Democrat? His hypocrisy on illegal immigration in reference to Martha's Vineyard, illegal immigrant stunt, question mark. We actually covered this. We get to the questions after we've done the episode, guys. So we, we did talk about that. Do you think it will have any effect on some of the blue voters' perception on Democrats? Do you? Blue voter perceptions on Democrats. Um, not really. Only because tribalism is so strong. Cognitive bias is so strong. And plus, the way 
this whole Martha's Vineyard thing has gotten framed is basically like the Republican governors that are doing this are really mean because they're playing with people's lives, you know, and they're not considering certain things and they're doing it all as a PR stunt. And then they also look at it as the people from Martha's Vineyard proved to be very nice to these people because they were there. They talked to them. They hugged them. They fed them. They clothed them. They they made sure they had everything they needed. And and it's like, yeah, but you're missing the whole fucking point. The whole point is people in this rich ass area, they want to be sanctuary. They want to be woke. They want to vote for these Democrat policies, not really addressing the fact that the border is not secure. It's cartel controlled. 300 Americans die a day from the weapon of mass destruction called fentanyl, which comes from where? China. China. Um, the way I, I look at it, too, is that to reframe that whole, like, will it convince, uh, what do you think will have an effect on blue voters' perception of Democrats? If you go into any conversation with somebody, and let's just say you don't know where they stand exactly politically. What, if you do, if you know that they've got Beto, uh, if they got Beto boy, yeah. uh, Beto like boy. fucking signs and, and whatever in their lawn, they're probably not the best person to really have this kind of conversation with. But if they're a little more kind of like in the dark and shadows about how they voted, they might be an independent voter. And that might be somebody you can actually persuade if you have a regular conversation. You can't come at them with the heat that we bring on RPT, but if you kind of give them some of the things that they may not have, may not have heard in their CNN bubble, they might go later after the last conversation to do a little bit of research. And that's the kind of people you want to do that. That's, that's who's more likely to change their vote or register as something else other than an independent or a Democrat. And I mean, that's the only way to look at it. Like, just stay away from the people who are the diehard, like, yelling your face, vote blue, any, you know, no matter who kind of people, because it doesn't really do you any good. You're just wasting your time. Yeah. Um, on Tinfoil Hat, it came up, Beta, Beta Boy, Yeah. came up because they, they were like, but does he even have a chance, though? They were under the perception that Texas is super red, there's no blue, except for maybe Austin, and... People can't stand Bethel in Texas. That 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 was their perspective. Because when I was like, uh, it's hard to trust the polls, but I'd argue it's fucking close as a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like XG and, and Sam were like, really? They're kind of like, huh. And I was like, bro, trust me. All the major cities in Texas are blue. Blue as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Again, bad educational systems. Poor people been voting blue forever and they still poor you got all this fucking crime but nobody myself included you know when i was a, a, a lefty libtard <laughs> i never really like associated like it's democratic policies leading to all this crime and yada yada right so i started explaining to um uh, sam tripoli and johnny woodard and xg i was telling them i was like bro when you when you drive through these uh ritzy richy neighborhoods you're going to see a shit ton of Beto stickers and Beto lawn signs. And um, I said, I, you know, I, Abbott's not perfect. So they'll try to find a way to always focus in on like guns, Uvalde, abortion, and the freeze. Am I right? Absolutely. Uh, just real quick while you were talking about that, I, I just wanted to look up if there's any new poll, which again, we always say you can't trust polls. But the Hill Post, or um, just, yeah, yesterday posted, Abbott widens his lead over O'Rourke in Texas governor's race poll. So that's interesting. The poll found that Abbott garnered the support of 47% of respondents compared to 38% indicated. That's a, that's a huge, that's a big, uh, big gap. But again, don't let it say, don't let that make you feel like, oh, I'm just going to stay home. I'm just going to chill. Yeah. Stop talking. No, no, no. Keep that's talking why, about it. That's why I don't really, um, 
I don't really push that kind of stuff because yeah. that could backfire and cause people to be lazy. Because a lot of that shit might be a tool. Yeah. Like, let them think they're in the lead and watch us cheat. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, all right. One more, then we'll move on to other things. Uh, Jess Tears says, Rob, Thursday is the official start of fall. Have you found the pumpkin head you promised to wear during the recording of fall episodes? I have not, but I'm going to find one. I'm going to find one. I'm going to wear one, and I'm going to enjoy the piss out of it because I'm going to have a PSL right here. Have you had anything uh, pumpkin lately? Just here herself actually sent me a gift card for mm-hmm. Starbucks uh, about two or three weeks ago, and I went and got me a cold brew PSL. That's the last time you had something PS? No, 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 no. Oh, I had beer last night. I had, a, I had an Oktoberfest last night. Nice. How yeah, was yeah. it? Fantastic. Bro, I, I don't really fuck with beer like that. Uh, unless y'all want to sponsor, then I'll, I'll be like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, th- this lady on a plane bought me a beer, right? That shit just, it just hurts my stomach, dog. Dude, what was it? You know? It was a, a Blue Moon. Oh, Blue Moon's delicious. With a yeah, slice no, they're of orange. very... No, they, don't, they don't give you an orange on a plane, Robert. I don't know. I've no. flown once in my life. Yeah, I know. But then... See, back in the day, bro, they used to feed you and everything. Give you cigarettes and everything. They used to... Well, I went around that time. <laughs> but, like, they used to go all out, bro. You used to get, like, a meal. Mm-hmm. Especially if the, the flight was, like, three and a half hours long or something. They'd fucking feed you. Now, it's like, whatever. But anyway, um, it all started because... It was we were leaving Burbank Airport. We had to land in Vegas, and then from Vegas, I was going to switch and uh, come to Houston. Well, um, there were like a lot of party people on the plane, and there was like these three white dudes behind my my row, and they were like lit, like oh dude, yeah, dude, oh dude, my boy, yeah, hell yeah, dude, Cirque du Soleil, hey, VIP, hey, ask your boy, bro, how much is VIP? Da-da-da. They're like advertising dudes or something, and this lady was um, like on their uh, uh, row across the aisle so she was a little bit catty corner behind me so i had to always look over my left shoulder to talk to her and they made an announcement on the loudspeaker they're like and if you're wearing a mask and you're trying to order a drink please remove the mask it's really hard to understand you wearing a mask and the lady's like oh now it's a problem (laughs) i think she might have been buzzing she's like oh now it's a problem and i turned around i was like yeah not that long ago they were just waving the finger in your face and she's like she does like the eyes, like, <laughs> I like you. You know what you're talking about. And and then she was like hating on the dudes behind me, like loud, like damn. Fantastic she's guys. like, and these, yeah. She's like, and these little twerps think they're all that with their little sweatpants and their little <laughs> shoes and their little shirts. Their little and, shoes. Yeah, yeah. She's all they're thinking they're making all this money. She's like, I run circles around little boys like this and and she's like, they just hating on me because I'm an old white woman. And da 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 And she, and then I just started telling her about the podcast and everything. That's Because I'm trying to red pill the world, y'all. Of course. Little, little do you know, she was in your crowd and she was like, I want some of that, the mild king. Hey, we don't know, you know. <laughs> we'll never know. My, hey, if the bills are due, my wife might have to... Um, uh, raffle me off and shit auction me off all right man send us out we'll get to tell their episodes yo legalized freedom tour is coming to an end get your tickets now hit up chinglebling.com my next stops are austin texas september 28th san antonio september 29th through october 2nd and then of course salt lake city las vegas for the thea weekend and a whole weekend in addison in november chinglebling.com y'all be safe stay on a swivel sass